BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, everybody? We are back in studio. I'm very excited. Today, I have Bravo fam with me and an amazing co-host, my sister, Courtney. How are you? Hi, guys. And Mr. Nima Van. What's up, Sheena Shea? How are you? Welcome back to Shenanigans. This is number three, by the way. I know. You're like a Shenanigans regular now. I I was going to say, who has the highest number? Because I'm going for the title. Ooh, other than my co-hosts? Um... Ariana, how many times has she been on? I think three. I oh, think three I, I mean, is the number. I don't want to brag that there's a new king on top of the mountain here because yeah. like, this is number three for me. So I'm very excited to be Yeah, here. I think three is the top because Ariana did my very first episode, first episode of this season, and then we did my birthday. Yeah. So. Now, technically, if we want to be yeah. technical about this, it's really two and a half because one of them was like the Shaw's, all the men of Oh, Shaw's. you got a quarter. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You only got a quarter yeah. then. Right. <laughs> but do you know that that was my highest downloaded podcast ever? No to way. Date? Yes. Shaw's, that one. We, we, we hit hard. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All of the men of Shaw's. That was, I know. A, that was a good one. We don't get we along, fun. but it's great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I kept you all separate. That I was, was like, very smart. When room. I had to get approval, because with, you know, Bravo Live, we got to get approval, anyone sure. who's on it before. And I, they were like, uh, like, wait, are you like trying to be Andy Cohen and host your own like mini reunion? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Individual interviews in one episode. It's not going to all be. There's a lot of love together. there. A lot of love there. <laughs> but there's also a lot of like passion there. And that can sometimes go negative. So when yes. she told me, I was like. Really? Like, yeah. really? You're going to do this? But it worked out pretty it well. It did. Yeah. That was a whole production in your living room in Palm Springs. It was a whole production. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brock had the laptop into the TV. We had the vlog camera, the cell phone camera, the ring light, our there, matching it's robes. All, there's a lot of love. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll find our way back at some point. Here, yeah. So. But I will say there was some tea spilled on that podcast that probably should have been saved for the reunion. I think it's bullshit. And speaking of... I know you probably can't say so much, but can you at least tell all of the fans wondering, will there be a reunion at all? So let's put it this way. You will be getting a reunion. Okay. Yes. Let me be clear on that. But it is ultimately Bravo's decision on when to release details. You know this as well. We're no, not we're not at liberty to say that. Of course. But has there ever been a season of Shaw's without a reunion? No. Well then that answers okay. your question. Just there you, you know. Yeah. I just had to ask because that was probably the number one question sure. that came in along with your teeth, your oh, dating yeah. life. Oh, just so you know, yeah. I can go back through my DMs. I have about 10 dates lined up for you. Amazing. Yeah. So. My 10 soulmates. <laughs> I love this. This is great. We love to see it. Yeah. yeah. But before we get into all of the fun stuff, I do want to go back to the serious stuff and what is going on yes. in our city, in our country. And that is all of the protests the riots, the looting. 
For you being in L.A. this whole time, because I was in Palm Springs and then I was in Arizona when actually all the riots broke out. So I have not been back to L.A. since everything happened. Driving down Robertson today, I came from Santa Monica down to 3rd and I was vlogging the whole drive down and seeing Sir and everything from here to there boarded up is just insane. So two questions for you. One, have you attended any of the protests? And two, did you experience any of the riots? I have not experienced any riots. That's good. I have attended two of the protests. I plan to attend more. Mm -hmm. I did not post about them on social media. You don't need to. Me physically going because I thought that was a bit disingenuous. No disrespect to people who do that. I just thought that wasn't the purpose of what I'm doing. I might post about it later because I have a a small platform that I want to use. But I see what's happening now is like really one of the greatest things of my lifetime yeah. because you cannot deny that there is systemic racism in this country. 100%. And this, for the first time, feels like an actual societal shift. Mm-hmm. I read an article that the city of Minneapolis is going to disband their police department. Now, without even giving a comment on whether I'm pro or for that, that proves to you that there is real fundamental change happening. Yeah. And like, how could you not be encouraged by that? I haven't seen any writing that I've been a part of. I've seen it. It's hard to watch some of it sometimes, but you understand that like there's a world of hurt that maybe you don't understand yeah. behind I think it's it. It's hard to see in the media too when they are showing so much of the riots, you know, and they're not showing so many of the peaceful protests. Right. Like even in LA, I see them on Instagram. It's like we have 20 peaceful protests going on in LA today. And then you see the one that goes bad on the news. Yeah. Totally. So how many have you attended now, Court? I've just been to one. Okay. But I didn't see media coverage of that one at all, but it was awesome. So when we were marching, we would get to a point where the police were stopping and everyone would take a knee and one or one to two people would go and speak to the police or the National Guard and oh, they wow. would let them know that this is a peaceful protest. These are our intentions. Like, this is what we're marching for. And the police would then stand back and let us keep going and like let us through. So that was really cool to see. That's amazing. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. And, and there are some amazing resources for people who are looking to find out where protests are happening because in the beginning I'd see a protest after the fact and go wait a second I didn't even know that was happening yeah like no one told me about it that's how I felt in the beginning too two amazing resources are in this together underscore LA on Instagram and the Black Lives Matter Los Angeles Instagram page both will be posting up to date daily protests that are happening if you want to actually take part and they post them the day before so you know what's happening it gives you a chance to plan to go yeah if you're in LA or if you're in any major city where there are protests like you should go like I was thinking myself I'm like I don't want my kids to ask me 25 years from now like what did you do in the 2020 like Black Lives Matter movement I don't want to be like oh I posted a couple stories on Instagram like obviously that's important to like use your platform I've even noticed in Palm Springs there was one on Saturday and then last night we were at dinner and we like start hearing like some screaming and we're like what's going on and then all of a sudden all of these protesters are marching down. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because I haven't been able to attend one yet because yeah. I haven't been here. Right. And I just got so excited to see all of these people peacefully walking down Palm Canyon Drive. And it was so cool to get up from my dinner table. I walked out, I went and I was cheering them on. I saw and that in your store. It was cute. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I just got so excited because I'm like, oh, I feel like, I mean, I'm using my voice. I've talked about it on my YouTube, on my podcast, I'm posting, but actually not being physically at them because I have been trying to keep my health as my number one priority. I've also been helping with my 87 year old great aunt Shirley, the one who played for the Rockford Peaches. She just had hip replacement surgery and she lives around the corner from me. So once I got my COVID testing back negative, I'm like, I need to quarantine for as long as she needs me. And I don't want to put myself directly around thousands of people and put my health at risk when I know I'm good, I'm safe in quarantine after Arizona. So I was at dinner with her last night and to be able to see that. And then it was cool because then one girl recognized me and then they started cheering for me. And I was like, wait, (laughs) I'm cheering for you. Like it was just, it was a great moment. You have an incredible opportunity to be a really vocal ally. And that's the one thing that I would stress to anybody, whether you're on a show and have a platform or you're just a 
private citizen is like be an ally to this movement. Yeah. Because when African American people tried to be an ally by themselves and taking knees at football game, like they were thrown and the president's telling this guy he's a bastard and like the like, message was getting lost. It was being mm-hmm. completely like shit on. It's like yeah. it's so important to be an ally to this movement because this change needs to be permanent. Like this movement of racism yeah. in this country has to like stop. It needs now. to end. So by the way, if you don't believe in systemic racism or you don't believe like what I'm saying, please feel free to unfollow me. Do not send me hate mail. I don't, right. I'm unapologetic in my position. I don't need to like have that energy in my life. Like I'm in a place now where if you don't believe that there's real change needs to happen, like we don't have to fuck with each other. Yeah, there's like, no poison arguing totally about it. It's totally cool. Like, you know, you go over there and I'll stay over here and we'll keep it like pushing. Be unapologetic and be an ally. Yeah. That's the key. I was getting lost because I have so much on my mind right now about this. But my one teeth. of the things that was... My, <laughs> my teeth. Yeah. I know. They have that effect uh, on everyone. I know. Yes, it was a distraction. Yeah. No, I was going to say, just um, like you were saying, no matter how big or small of a platform you have, even if you don't have social media, just like every vote counts, every word you spread counts. Just talking to people about it but now it needs to be more than just the conversation now it needs to be actions and like you just said clearly the actions are working because there is change happening that's why i hated what roger goodell from the nfl did because this is a guy that like allowed nfl owners to blackball colin kaepernick who Mm -hmm. was peacefully protesting systemic racism in this country and then goes and puts like a grainy Android video, no disrespect to Android users out there, (laughs) that's like, hey, we should have listened. Sorry. And it's like, oh, we're good now. It's like, no, you're not good. Mm -hmm. Like action. Why don't you reach out to Colin Kaepernick? Why don't you start a real dialogue with him? Why don't you talk about how there's no black coaches, like just two black coaches in the NFL? Yeah, go Chargers. Yeah. (laughs) That's what bonded Sheen and I is our our ability to love the Chargers no matter how much they depress us year after year. Wait, I have to butt in. Sheena said a meme in our family group chat the other day. (laughs) You have to tell them about it. Oh my gosh. So someone sent it to me and for a split second I was like, oh my God. And then I realized. So I get a picture sent to me and it's an empty trophy case and it was like oh my god the riots and the looting in LA all of the Chargers Super Bowl trophies were stolen (laughs) and our mom texts back and goes WTF like she's so shook and we're like mom we jokes don't have on any. you. We don't even have any. <laughs> and she calls herself a Chargers fan. Yeah, but yeah. for the one second, I was like, no, oh, no. But I was thinking, I was like, was it the new stadium? Because then I was wondering, you know, were there like officers like protecting the stadium? And it just all these things went through my head for like a split second. I was like, oh my God, we've never won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, you know? We never will. It's yeah, okay. Don't say that. Never say never. It's okay. Maybe with the new SoFi Stadium. I thought we were going to get Brady, but... It was a chance. You know? There's a chance. Anyways, we're getting distracted from what's important. Football can wait. It's not happening just yet. Did you watch Watch What Happens Live last night with Andy Cohen? Um, he had Portia Williams I did. on. I did. And... Um, Kamau Bell. Right. Yeah, I don't right, want to say his name wrong. Right. Yeah, I know the second part is tonight, but just in that, what, 22 minutes it was on air? I mean, Portia, as the daughter of a civil rights movement leader, mm-hmm. she had so many good things to say, and she was so articulate. So articulate. I rewound it and then watched it again, and re- I, like I was taking notes on it. Did you see it last night? Mm-mm. It's recorded at home, so you can watch it. One thing that I noticed that Kamau said that was interesting, he said if the vaccine comes out tomorrow that white people are going to stop talking about this and i want to know your opinion on that because i feel like this time it is different and i feel like because it has been so pushed through the media that it's like you can't escape it no matter where you go you are forced to deal with this and to watch it and to educate yourselves about it so what do you think with I Listen, I can't speak for how other people will act, and I don't think anybody can. All I can plead with people to mm-hmm. do is to take, again, individual responsibility for your own advocacy in this. Yeah. 
have conversations that make you uncomfortable, accept that systemic racism is real and that your African-American friends have gone through generational oppression that like you have never experienced and and I have have never experienced and like be willing to like listen and be fucking empathetic to that. Yeah. Like just because it's 2020 and you think that racism isn't as prevalent as that, like shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a systemic racism that's been in place for generations that still affects the African-American population. So be your own advocate have conversations that make you uncomfortable. Call out friends who make insensitive comments towards you. And if people focus on their circle, like you're a friend of mine, you're in my circle, yeah. and you're not racist. And I know that. But if there was somebody in my circle who said some insensitive shit, like I'm calling that person out. 100%. I, and, and if you do that, that's how systemic change happens. Yeah. People mm-hmm. overlook that shit. They like let it slide. Someone says something insensitive and it's like, oh, it's just someone like breaking balls or being, it's not. Yeah. And so I think that this time around, like you said, people have finally realized it's time to make that change. Even if you don't feel like you're racist, there might be things you're doing that like could propel that without even realizing it. And even for those of us who obviously are not racist, it's not enough to just not be racist anymore. You know, you have to be an ally. And I even I told my sister, she helps me a lot with my Instagram. I'm like, For the rest of my life on Instagram, every day I want something on my story. I should have been doing this a long time ago. But it's like I because I know I'm an ally and I know I'm not racist. But it's like that's not enough to just know. You need to be more vocal about it. And that's one thing that I as an ally am going to make a stronger decision and choice to do that all of the time. Because just speaking about it, knowing it, it's just it really it's not. Enough. But that's the difference this time. Yeah. And this isn't meant specifically to you. This is all of us. This time versus every other time. Yeah. Is like, when have you ever said, hey, moving forward every single day, I'm going to be committed to the movement. Yeah. And so like, it feels very different to me, yeah. rightfully so. So I'm, I'm really encouraged by what I'm saying. I think this is going to be a, a big change. Yeah. I, I certainly hope so because this country needs it. I, um made a note of one of the things that Portia was saying, just how the conversation isn't enough. You know, we need police reform. And she was talking about House Bill 636 that she is standing behind where it creates a database that lists any officer who has used and abused excessive force and makes that public record. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the sex offender registry. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is like why is this not already accountable for being a police officer in this country is a job that should come with tremendous response. It comes with tremendous responsibility. You're being given a gun. You're being given the legal ability to kill someone. The amount of training should be 10 times as much as it is because that's an incredible burden to take on yourself. Like you are going to task with like controlling and being in charge of citizens' safety. And you have got to really, really reform the way that people get to earn that badge. That badge should be earned, not given after like 80 hours. Yeah, I pulled up some of the numbers actually from CNN. And like, these are just crazy. So in Florida, for example, it takes 770 hours to become a police officer. And it takes 1700 hours to become a licensed interior designer. Exactly. Or let me find another state. Like in Michigan, it's 594 hours to become a police officer and 4,000 hours to become a licensed electrical sign specialist. Like... Just jobs like that yeah. where like it takes them eight times the amount of hours. There needs to be real reform because it's such a burden to, to walk with, to carry that badge, to carry a gun, to be in charge of like your decisions could result in someone dying. Mm-hmm. I mean, doctors' decisions are in charge of someone dying. And that's an eight to 10 year process yeah. to get to that point. Mm-hmm. 700 hours. I mean, that's a fucking joke. Yeah. You know, so I'm all for police reform that changes the way cops earn the badge. You have to earn the badge to me. You can't just be given a badge. Yeah, absolutely. There was a petition that I saw you posted and then I reposted Mm -hmm. it where it's requiring officers to go through extra screening and be reevaluated regularly for racial bias and also psychological disorders. Sure. Like another thing that it's like, why is this not already a thing? Yeah. I can't imagine how much PTSD police officers must have from Mm -hmm. their experiences. And yeah, that can affect your performance on the job that should be regulated i think that should be required in like a ton of fields yeah yeah bravo liberties also probably have <laughs> right? a little bit of ptsd as well yeah so Oof. um 
So I know you had just said that you've never experienced this, but I did see a lot of questions that came in. It's like, obviously, you know, you would look at you and see privilege, but you are Persian. Yeah. And with your family, with your friends, is this something in this country that you or people close to you have experienced at all? So I've specifically not talked about systemic racism towards Persian people Mm -hmm. um, during this process because I think it's kind of like the all lives matter conversation. It shifts such an important point, which is the struggle for the African-American community Mm -hmm. and makes it weirdly about me. Yeah. You know, have I experienced that? Absolutely. I was just talking to MJ on the phone and I was telling her an example of that. But like, I'm just not willing to make this movement about me. So I'm refusing to even like address that topic because that's not really being an ally. But certainly any any Persian person at Mm -hmm. some point, maybe if you live outside of Los Angeles, but I lived in LA and I experienced it, has experienced some sort of like xenophobic thing at some point in their lives, yeah. And that's the thing that it's like, all the people commenting, all lives matter, it's like all lives can matter once black lives matter. I literally, like all lives matter is like the nails on a chalkboard to me Mm -hmm. i just i i I hate it it's just to me it screams ignorance it's like you have to put it in such childish terms to get those all lives matter people to actually understand like i saw a photo of someone on the ground and they're like oh no my leg's broken and they asked someone for help and the person's like well what about my leg i know she's like like, that's just not what we're talking about right now the house on fire it's like i've seen how insecure can you be that like you have to like make someone else's suffering about you yeah Yeah. be a fucking grown up. People like, you don't know? even want to say people of color right now. They, they're they saying this is just about right. the black community. And yeah. That's this conversation. Yeah, definitely. So that was the important part that I wanted to talk about. But I do, as Andy Cohen says, want to switch gears a little <laughs> and get you're into like some more. like a little mini Andy Cohen. Thank you. I told her that, by the <laughs> yeah. way, when she got off all the Shaws on. I was like, you're like a little mini Andy Cohen. Maybe uh-huh. you need to host the um, Shaws reunion. Yeah, <laughs> right? Hey, Andy, if you're sick, Great. I will fill in. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about, because the first time you were on Shenanigans, we discussed this, but then it got media coverage not from shenanigans and that was your relationship with Meghan Markle yes so this has been a nightmare for me (laughs) and I'm not even going to address it again because it's been a nightmare thank you for bringing it up though I'm not that's not even being sarcastic I told an incidental story on shenanigans that I thought was like fun and cutesy and then I retold the same story on another podcast because again fun and cutesy and in the back of my mind i'm like this shit's already been out there i talked to sheena about this and it went wild like it went it was on every major publication i learned my lesson don't fuck with the queen (laughs) 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 because it was ridiculous people get really crazy about Meghan markle and in no way was I trying to disrespect <laughs> Meghan Markle? Like I, it was a compliment to her. I was saying she was so sweet and kind. I was like, I heard this story a year ago. I right? know you it's had like, the scoop on yeah. it. The yeah. second time you did the podcast, it must have just gotten the hands of the wrong person. I just, I apologize to Meghan, who was a very sweet person and and has always been nothing but. And I, I'm, I'm leaving it. Those are 2019 <laughs> problems. I'm not, I'm not taking that energy. We're, we're not talking about yeah. that in 2020. Right. No, we don't I have time my for it. <laughs> Big time. All right. So a lot of women have slid in my DMs, as I said to you earlier, asking if you're still single, if you will take them out on a date. So if you want, I have about 10 dates lined up for you on Instagram. Do you give the approval on these people? I haven't like done my research just yet, but... Are you still single? I'm 100% single. Are you looking to be in a relationship or are you still just having fun? You know, it's funny. MJ just told me, she was like, you need to like, you're too old for this like having fun thing. She was like, <laughs> like you need to like start talking relationship and kids. And my dad just had the same conversation with me. But I've always said this. I think, and you can relate to this, when you get married young, the time of your life that you're supposed to be single and wild and fun, you're married. You're mm-hmm. in a committed relationship. So then it kind of inverts. So I've enjoyed being single. Am I open to like a long-term thing? Absolutely. But like it would have to be the right person, someone whose energy I align with, whose values I align with. Up until then, I'm just really enjoying going on dates. Not now because of quarantine. Right. But this is the, a massive dry spell for all of us, you know. <laughs> but like 
I'm enjoying oh, being single. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Sheena. <laughs> Getting it in regularly in Paul Springs. Yeah, but well, now for the rest back, of us, he's back in San Diego now during the week. So I'm only seeing him on the weekends oh. because the gym is going to reopen. I think end of next week. Okay, cool. So things are slowly starting to well, open absence, back absence up. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So yeah. it's, all, it's all good. Yeah, I think I think honestly, this past week was the longest we've gone without seeing each other since we started dating. Wow. It was like five days. That's a lot of pressure to put on a... You guys are... A, I don't want to say new relation because it's been a while now, but to go into quarantine together... Yeah. Most of the relationship, I think, has been pressure. in quarantine. Right? Yeah. I mean... Is it ever is it ever been like too much at times? It hasn't been too much, but I mean, when we argue, like it's intense. It's like clear the room; you don't want to be here. But five minutes later, we're telling each other how much we love each other. I give uh, Brock a lot of credit because he takes all of the like, and she and I've talked about this. I don't always agree, appreciate or agree with some of the edits that she gets. Yeah, he takes the boy crazy stuff and takes it in stride oh, like yeah. he literally he knows who you are he's not affected by like this sort of persona that paints you in a way that's not that and i give him a lot of credit for that yeah he's a good guy he he really is and yeah. i love that like you guys can be cool yeah, and like totally. be friends yeah. because he has this thing where he's like oh is it a good friend because he thinks i've like at least made out with most of my male friends which is kind of true yeah but and I'm that's like, hard for some guys to handle because it's like, oh, you know what my girlfriend's tongue in your mouth tastes like. And that that can be a big yeah. thing. So shout out to him for not caring. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he is a very secure man. And that's why I just like feel like I'm like, okay, this is the one. I mean, we got through COVID. Like we got are this. we Are we labeling him the one? Um, I am. Oh, and my I God. mean, he told me the other day that I'm his forever. So. Oh, this is a, this is a shenanigans exclusive. I'm yeah. not sure if that's been out there or not. Yeah, so... Um, this yeah, is the energy we're... that I bring to this show. <laughs> I'm always dropping nugget exclusivity yeah, on this show. Yeah, I mean, we're we're in it, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I need a date to your wedding. So one of those 10 girls in the DMs, <laughs> yeah. pick one for me and let's make it happen. Put it a lottery and just yeah. pick one out of the hat. Yeah. We're not in a rush for that anytime soon. It's just, you know, we're both divorced. You're divorced. Yep. So, you know, and I mean, everyone's same. divorced. Yeah. Everyone's divorced. So it's like, I mean, are we going to get married? I mean, maybe, but I'm not like, I need a ring. I need you to propose. Like, I've been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, So he knows I'm not expecting that. If it happens, pleasant surprise. But I'm very happy with where things are right now. Eventually, you know, we'll move in together for real, not just for sure. quarantine. Sure. But not in a rush. I mean, his life is in San Diego. My life is in L.A. And we make it work. So... And that's you know, all you have to worry about. No idea what's going on with work for myself right now. The restaurants are still closed. Right. I know it's Pride this weekend, but Pride got postponed. But now Pride is kind of back on. In a so, great way. Yeah. I, I'm so proud of the people who organized the L.A. Pride for going under the wing of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. And really giving their festival as like a dedication to the cause. And so for me, it's like, this is actually the pride I've been most excited to attend ever because yeah. it's two huge movements yeah. that are coming together. I'm, it, I'm stoked. I'm I ready. know. And now, again, I'm bummed because it's Brock's birthday this weekend. Yeah. And we planned a whole weekend in San Diego yeah, yeah. at Viejas. It's this dope yep, like yep, casino yep. resort, yeah, yeah. you know. I went to college down um, there. Yeah. So we're going to be there and I already have it like all set up dinner and all of that because we thought Pride was postponed. And now I'm like, ah, oh, but it's it's already planned. So I will be there in spirit. Yeah, you can still use. month. We're in Pride yeah, month. Exactly. You can use your platform to be an advocate in a hundred different yeah. ways. You not attending Pride is not going to diminish your role in being an advocate. No. So. I will wear my rainbows this weekend. Exactly. And, I mean, obviously I. That but is. to give a succinct answer to what you said, yes, I, yes, I'm single. Yes, I enjoy being single. <laughs> but, but if I have such a respect for like women and relationships that like it would it would be the right have you the right person, right circumstance, yeah, for me to. But I know that if I find that, I'll probably end up getting married. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not like anti marriage or anything. Yeah, okay. The number one thing I look for, by the way, is kindness. Kindness. You have to be kind because looks will fade. Yeah. Kindness, someone that genuinely loves you for you, accepts you, doesn't make you apologize for being who you are. Mm -hmm. That is the, and that's one of the reasons why I love Brock for you. Yeah. Is he accepts you for who you are. 
And that is the number one thing that like I look for in a person. Yeah. So it sounds like Brock's the one for you. Yeah, Brock. <laughs> listen, will you just take me out already? All right. <laughs> Fuck. What are you waiting for, dude? Oh, fighting over my boyfriend. <laughs> A lot of questions came in asking how things are with your parents, because I know that was a big thing on the show. And also, if you've changed your mind on kids, if you found the right person. So I've not changed my mind on kids. I think my mind could be changed Mm -hmm. if I found the right. But that'd be a conversation I've had. As of where I stand right now, I'm completely in the same position I was before. My relationship with my dad is better um, that conversation you saw in Shaw's, which by the way, I have never watched that clip. Really? I literally Still? skip it. I've never watched it. It's too hard and emotional. I get that. That was the most raw, honest moment I've ever had on Shaw's. It was 30 years in the making to have yeah. that conversation and it's made our relationship better. There's still a mountain of hurt, but I have received thousands of messages from people on social media. I've read so many of them that are like, you don't understand. It might be too late one day. Your dad clearly cares about mm-hmm. you. And those messages really mattered to me because it softened my heart. I love my dad, of course. We had a rough ride for a, a while there. But his reaction to me, I know because I was there, I have to watch it. And the messages that people have shared, like people have shared like super personal shit with me, like their experiences with their kids or parents have softened my heart in a way to like, I really see us being able to get to like a really meaningful place. And that's where I'm aiming to go with him. Yeah. So I only have one dad, you know, and my dad loves me. I know that. Exactly. We only get one set of parents. I know. I know. And life is short. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad things are. I think my dad's also at the phase of his life where he looks at me and Mona and I say this modestly and he's like, okay, my kids are like happy and they're successful and like, I'm okay. And now I think he's in the mindset of, I miss not being close to my son. And Mm -hmm. I think you saw that in his reaction, which is like, I'll do anything to make this work. And certainly that, that tugs at my heartstrings and it makes me want to like be closer to him. Good. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of successful, I know you have one fun project coming up because Brock and I got to be a part of it. So do you remember like season one, Tom had a band called Pierce the Arrow? Yeah. Okay. So it's not Pierce the Arrow anymore. They're called... Kingdoms. Kingdoms. Okay. And they have a new song. It's really dope. And we did a part with the paintings Mm -hmm. that's going to be in the music video. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little more about that and what other projects you are working on right now. So I've been in the commercial world forever Mm -hmm. and I've just now started to get into like the directing side of it, which is a totally huge hurdle. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to the band and I said, listen, I'd love to do a music video for you guys. It's quarantine. Can we do it? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you can. And then I kind of had this like, oh shit. (laughs) They're actually letting me do it. I'm like, oh, I've never actually done a full project. Yeah. But It has been an incredible ride because we have had people from all over the world who are in quarantine send us footage. I have Zoomed with every one of them for like an hour. Some of them are friends of the band, some of the Mm -hmm. friends of the show. I've talked to like 50 people from all over the world, Africa, South America, Australia, and getting footage from these people and like directing them through that. It's been this really inclusive, love-filled project. Your footage was fucking amazing Dang, like awesome. i literally showed it to the band and they were like they couldn't Braden texted me when he was with you the other night he yeah sent me a message. yeah i didn't show it to Braden. Oh, okay but i showed it to matt and i didn't want to show it to Braden because i want him to be surprised it's so good oh, i good. want him to be surprised yeah he, he didn't say it. he saw it he yeah. just said he was with you and yeah. he thanked me for yeah. doing something it's been a, i mean i'm gonna be doing a bunch of spec spots and then i have an opportunity to direct in new york which you know about i've talked yeah. to you about this so it's just like the next step for me yeah. i want to be able to direct and we're talking branded content i don't want to direct movies or tv that's like a whole different world yeah but it's really fun yeah looking forward to seeing it yeah so and and we're gonna drop that at the end of the month and it's just that project has such like i said a loving inclusive nature to it that i'm so proud of it especially now in light of what's going on yeah so yeah and the song is really catchy super catchy yeah yeah yeah. coming from the bravo world is pretty cool because Mm -hmm. you kind of know what that 
that other side of it's like, but uh-huh. not on their level, obviously. Yeah. So, but there's like a little bit of a relatability there. So I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Bravo, are you watching any other Bravo shows at the moment? Well, I watched yours religiously because I know you, and I watched your reunion finally. Like yeah, part one. I still haven't seen part two. I haven't seen part two yet. Neither. None part of us have one. seen part yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> Part one was rowdy. Um, and I dabble with Summer House, but the only other Bravo shows that I like really like make it a point to go see is your show and Atlanta. Thanks. Those are like the two shows and I'm like, yeah. I, I'm huge. I love Atlanta Housewives. That reunion. Let me tell you, if I could reincarnate as an Atlanta Housewife, like that, that could be uh, my fucking Next life. Dream. Yeah. 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 That reunion was, let me tell you something, Portia. The way she comes up off the top of her head. Oh my god, she! I love that, her. I'm not bitter. I'm better. I yeah. was like, Ooh. I was like, nope, right in that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was, it was. I like fainted. <laughs> I fainted in my living room. I was like, oh my, can I believe that that just off the top of her head like that? So, she's a star in, yeah. her, in every way. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. A lot of comments came in about your teeth. Yes. And I got to say, they look so good, but they don't seem like as like in your face as Thank they were. Thank you, Sheena, for did saying that. Did you dull them a little? I or? did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I literally got them fixed yesterday before this. No, let me, let's address my teeth for one yes. second. I have some white as fuck teeth. And I'm super <laughs> proud of I, My teeth have like big dick energy. And I, I was intended. But here's the thing. By the way, I had to convince my dentist to go this white. He didn't oh. want to go this white. He was like, are you sure this is really white? I was like, listen, dude. He delivered my veneers, and I made him redo them. Oh, no. I'm like, no, these aren't white enough. When you are talking to me in person, my teeth look like they're just a bright white smile. When you add camera lights, like in an interview where there's massive lights on you, then it becomes Ross from Friends. It becomes a, a cartoon character. So that's all that people see. There's a reason that Sheena just said, like, your teeth don't look that way. It's like, well, you guys are they're normally white teeth. But when yeah. you when you add even at, at home when I'm doing YouTube, like my little ring light makes my teeth just like I'm like, holy shit, dude, what's wrong this with your teeth? This is what your, your dentist was warning you <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, like, my inner <laughs> monologue is like, what's wrong with your teeth, man? And, but like in person, they look much more realistic but i've never reg- i literally love them yeah i love them to death no like, they're so i yeah. mean they're so good she jealous? just got invisalign uh-huh. yeah but i mean already just i know that's made such a difference for you and they're gonna look so good when they're done i know i'm excited Team veneers in this room dude i, I, know, was, sure. I was insecure about my smile forever if there's something in your life that makes you insecure and fix you want to fix it can. fix it and who gives a fuck what anyone thinks exactly i know Do i you. even thought i was too old for invisalign i'm like no one even one notices it and two it'll just be like Better veneers in the future. You yeah, know? Like I will. I will say, if you're an adult who has braces, that's a little suspect. Oh, I, don't, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> if when Invisalign is an option and you choose to have like a brackety smile, that's where I'm like, yeah. all right, it's like guys with cats. You know, suspect. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're a single man with a cat. That's a suspect. I I do, but it's like that's such a double standard. She is a cat person, up. so she's super offended. No, right but now. the thing is, like guys who only have a cat, like Brett Cap, for example, he's a cat person. He's also a, a weird person. Like yeah, exactly. He's weird. But like, I'm like, eh, it's just it is kind of weird. But I'm like, why is it weird when a guy has a cat? But like, Brock loves my cat. That's totally and allowed. And he calls them our cats. Those totally are like allowed. those okay, are but our little what kids. What if you met Brock and he had a cat at the time? If it it would have to have a backstory, you know, like it would have to be like yes, if his were, moms yes. or I could almost someone see it, died and like a big guy with like a little cat. That seems no, like a cool duo. That guy's a okay, maybe killer. if it was like a Bengal or like a Savannah or like one of those like big cats, that could be dope. No. He like wants Nima's one of those. 100% against it. I have a buddy who has a cat. <laughs> And I was like, dude, his name is Phil. I'm like, Phil, you have a cat. Very weird. I'm like, what's the cat's name? Because now I got to like pretend like I, I give a shit about this cat. <laughs> and he's like, are you ready? He's like, oh, that's spicy. And I was like, we can't oh, be friends anymore. No. <laughs> like, oh. one, one, you give it like this incredibly weird name for a cat. Spicy. Yeah. And you, like, like your cat's spicy. I'm just picturing Phil being like, spicy, come, come here. here. <laughs> like, Dinner like, time. <laughs> can't handle it. Can't do it. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, God right, bless. Shout out, Phil. Cats. Shout out, spicy. Okay. Um, well, I want to get into some fan questions before yeah. we wrap up. The one that I know you really want to address is from at Meg Keeps, and she wants to know, did you like Sheena because she looks like your sister? Okay, yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad you're calling this out because this shit- really I was going to p- skip that one, but no. you're like, no, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the sister. I wanted to bring it up. This was a, and I don't care, fourth wall, fifth wall, tenth wall. I, this was a- bullshit edit that 
pissed me off from the minute. It like really upset my parents. Mona and I have like a very healthy brother sister relationship. And for it to be exploited for like some cheap rent was very upsetting to me. Mm -hmm. And thankfully it died off and this joke was deemed not funny by everyone. So when I get comments like that. Yeah, like me and Stassi's brother. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't, like we signed up for this. Yes. Right? Like don't talk about my sister Mm -hmm. ever. Don't ever address my family or my sister in like a negative way, especially in a way that's like, creepy and disgusting and like so disrespectful yeah. so whoever this person was shout out i'm gonna message you on instagram and just be like hey mag keeps go fuck yourself because like <laughs> that's like you just you just don't go there with people's family you yeah. know? Like, it's like an off-limits thing it's so wrong yeah and it's so like well because levels. we signed up to be on a bravo show you get to like say the most foul shit to us yeah it's like no dude it doesn't work that way yeah so uh-uh, uh-uh. yeah um, that person for sure has a cat for sure meg. for sure <laughs> has a cat <laughs> Court, I think you have a few on yours. Yeah. By the way, I also have a little fun game for us to play at the end of this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, At Amanda Hiniesta wants to know if people started treating you differently after you lost the weight. Um, no, I think people who are, I got more attention from like. So he lost like 50 pounds. Yeah. After oh, congrats. his divorce. Yeah. I think my swag level in terms of like my self-confidence went up. Yeah. But people who were in my life were just like really proud of me, mm-hmm. which actually like made me like double motivated to keep going. Then I went too far and got like real skinny and it was like weird. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, like when friends were like, oh my God, you look so good. That would like makes you feel good about yourself. So yeah. you're like you would kind of be motivated to go back, or if you felt like you're being sluggish, you'd be like, I'm I'm gonna go do that class today. So yeah, I, I got nothing but love for yeah. it. Yeah. So good. I'll read one. Okay. I have all the questions in front of me. Yeah. And you're right. There are a lot of will he date me? Is he dating anyone? Will he date a Latina? There's a lot of those. I get my yeah. first girlfriend in college for like my first serious girlfriend was Latina. Good for well, by the way, doesn't like me. This is weird. Does not <laughs> like me. Like we had a bad breakup. Uh-huh. We dated for like three or four years. Like we both like cheated on it. It was horrible. You're 20 years old and doesn't like me. I tried to be friends with her. Not interested. Now she follows me on Instagram. Um, Nelly asked the biggest positive and negative takeaway from joining Shaw's. Oh, my God. There's a thousand positives and a a couple negatives. I would say the positives are too many to number. But my favorite one is probably the fact that, like, you are immersed in a culture that you didn't grow up with. And you get to, like, see all these cool things. I mean, like, all the things that you've seen on the show organically, like, I just, I are parts of the culture I've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. The worst part, going back to the Mona thing, is having to, like, you sign up for this process and you're agreeing to be as real and raw as possible. And it's like, but now I got to deal with, like, basically verbal abuse from complete strangers. Yeah, That's not okay to me. You know, like, that's not what we signed up to do. Certainly when you're in public eye, you are agreeing to put your life out there and there's judgment that comes with that. But like verbal abuse. You're never asking to be harassed. No, no. So that's probably the, but I would say the caveat to that is like 99% of the comments I get are love filled and supportive and you know, so I'm proud of that. This one you might not be able to answer and we might have to wait for the reunion, which we don't know when it is. Uh-huh. But Loicisms wants to know if you have met Gigi's new baby and if you guys will have another season. Well, we never know if we're having another season. I can answer that one. Right. But have you met the baby? I will answer that right. I have not met the baby. Okay. No. And that's what I'll leave it. Okay. But I but I'm super happy for her for reunion. being a mother. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. But no, I've not met the baby. And I mean, that that was a journey for her. We all saw. Super proud of her. So I'm very, very happy for her. I don't, I, well, I don't have, I don't feel a burden to have to pretend to be cool with people. Yeah. See, I feel that way now too. And don't. I feel like Brock has brought this new confidence yeah. out of me that I'm like, I don't need to be friends with everyone. Dude, like dude, there's, there's a couple <laughs> girls who I felt like I was forcing myself to be friends with. And now I'm like, eh, I'm good. I have mad I have mad love for Golnessa. I'm super proud of her for having a baby. I know it was a big thing she wanted to do. We we don't have a relationship right now yeah. at all. And why do I have to pretend like I do have one with her? Right, don't, you don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get there one day. I hope mm-hmm. so. As of right now, life goes on. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right, what is this game? Dying I, to I, know. I wanted to do a fun game because like okay. I, cause like the questions and it's like it's all fun. I I so appreciate people reaching out to you. Yeah. But I wanted to do like a pump versus Shaw's face off. Ooh, okay. So here's Ooh. how this is gonna work. You are going to answer for the Shaw's cast. Okay. And I'm gonna answer for the Vanderpump cast. Okay. Okay. I like this. So we're gonna start out with the most basic one. Okay. We've already done this before. We're gonna do it again. A fuck Mary Kill. 
Oof. You're going for the Shaws. I'm going for Vanderpump. Okay. We cannot use each other. Okay. It's too obvious. Go ahead. Oh, I have to pick out of the. Yeah. Uh-huh. Out of oh, Reza, and, I, Reza, and I can't my, pick you. You cannot pick me. Okay. Oh, you know so, what? You, if you want to, you can. Well, because I mean, <laughs> my ego got the best of me there. <laughs> yeah. Out of all of the guys, I mean, I, I would marry you. Sweet. Um. Who are you fucking? Who are you killing? Ooh. Okay. Um. I'll kill Ali. Oh, he's not part of our cast. Damn it. No, no that's, a, that's a cop out and a half right there. Um, as long as you have a reason, you could kill anyone. Yeah. I mean, this is the this is the Bravo politics but I like coming them in. All. Oh, get out of here. See, okay. Um, let's go with um F Shervin because he never did take me out on that date. So yeah, who knows sure. where it would have went? And then what is it, Mike or Reza? You gotta kill one. Can I just kill them both? Sure. <laughs> okay. Because right. I can't pick one. So like, sorry, guys. Love you both, but that's good. You right. might have an easier time killing someone in the <laughs> Pump Rules edition. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I would say I would marry you as well. I would probably kill. You know, I say this. In, I would probably kill Kristen Doty for a lot of reasons. What? Yeah. I don't know. You know, like there's just it, yeah. Oh. It's just not for a lot of reasons. And then I would probably, <laughs> I would fuck probably La La La's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Right. So let's just go with that. That's funny. Uh huh. Okay. These these questions are hard hitting, by the way. Okay. So like, and there's no pussying out of this. Okay. There's no pleading the fish. No, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah. There's no none of that. On Shaw's, which marriage lasts and which marriage ends? Ooh, um, MJ and Tommy lasts. Uh huh. Ends. I mean, Reza and Adam are the only ones married. Your choice. So if it's between those two marriages, if it's not just a relationship, then I would say Reza and Adam end and MJ and Tommy last. Okay. If I had to answer, I would I would say end will be Jackson Brittany. Oh. Yeah. And hey, that's just how I feel. And if I would say who would last, I actually think Lala and um I think so and, too. Yeah, I think her and her husband will last. Yeah. For sure. So with my choices. Okay. With Jackson Brittany, I don't have a lot of faith in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. One more, because these are getting tough. Yeah, yeah okay, fine. <laughs> um, who is your this is a good one. Which non-current cast on Shaw's did you like the most? Non-current? I've like ever... from previous oh, seasons. Um, like no longer on the show. Ooh, like Lily. a Lily or an Asa I, or someone. I loved Lily and I loved Asifa. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was going to say like the least, but I didn't want to. I could tell you were sweating already. Yeah. So <laughs> I went with a positive spit on yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if, and to flip it, I mean, I would say I would have the least in common with Asa. So yeah. I don't necessarily miss her not on the show. Yeah. If I had to pick. Got it. Got what it. About, what about you? Well, I was going with like the least aspect of uh-huh. it. Who was the girl that went on a date with Peter? Veil. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that because I thought it made Peter look so bad and Peter's my yeah. boy. So I was picking her by default. Even though she seems like right. a lovely person, I was like, they made Peter look so bad in that moment that yeah. I was like, no, I can't do that. So that'd be... And then like, I, I don't know, favorite... I, re- I I liked what Billy brought to the yeah. show. Having a transgender person and having the community represented on the show yeah. was very important to me. So like, I appreciated that yeah. a lot, you know? So. And if I were to answer the Vanderpump, I miss my girl Tina. I talked to her oh, for yeah. like an hour on the phone the other day. Yeah. And I just miss her energy and talent. And uh, yeah, I miss her on the show. But okay, give me one more. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, let's do one more. Okay, fine. Let me give you a good one here. Well, these are non-related to our shows, but they're like more. Um, this is a, a Bravo question. Okay. What is the most embarrassing moment that has never aired? Like you filmed it. But for whatever reason, it was left on the cutting floor in your history on the show. But Pride. they love airing shoes. Embarrassing moments. I know. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, um, yeah. probably the everything else season six that you didn't see, I'm sure, was just as cringing as everything you saw. Well, give us an example. Give us Rob, one. Rob, Rob, okay. Rob. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm sure there were many more Robs that were not aired. Yeah. I'm sure there were more seven-minute stories and hooking hitches up to cars. and Yeah. I think, honestly, I, all of my cringiest moments have made it on. <laughs> yeah, well, we now know why. <laughs> we now know why. Um, yep. 
Mine would be, without a doubt, this last season. Obviously, I don't have the volume library of work that you have on the show. Yeah. Uh, but when that Botox scene with Mike. Oh, yeah. Yes, you told me about I that. I couldn't believe it. Like, that was not even a Botox. That was scrotox. He got Botox in his balls. Why? That's the number one reaction that everyone had. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was, like, that was the same reaction that my mom had when I told you. I was like, why? <laughs> so, um it was something that we did because we were like, oh. You all did it. No, no. Mike, Mike was like, there's no way you're putting a needle near my balls. And I was like, that's cool. Let's try it. I've never done it before. We never heard of it before. Yeah. For a reason, maybe. Yeah. And so it was, they literally like injected my balls with Botox. And it's supposed to make your balls like smoother. It had really no effect. I didn't notice any difference. But that didn't. And I, you know what? Now, in retrospect, uh-huh. I'm like kind of glad that didn't air yeah because at the time i was like that's funny it should air i actually was thinking about sheena with the like (laughs) orgasm clip remember that when you you were were thinking of me when you got your no no remember when you the the orgasm clip and i'm like that's really but it was funny and i I thought scrotox would be very similar right but in retrospect i'm like kind of glad didn't maybe it's better that way yeah (laughs) and on that note (laughs) we're gonna wrap it up here unless you have another good one my last question i promise okay who is the hottest housewife husband to you? Ooh. How did like the there, hottest, like current married I, to a housewife? Um, I got to say, Denise Richards' husband's pretty hot as a new one. But out of like the, oh, I'm going to go OG husbands. Sure, I'm want. always torn between Mauricio and Joe Gorga. Those are like my couple's goals. Like I just like love them. So... Gorga, uh, Gorga uh, makes sense. Yeah. That feels like a, yeah. Cause I just, like, everything about him. He's guy. got that big dick energy. Yeah, he's he does. funny. Yeah. He, the first day I was ever around Bravo Labs uh-huh. at that, um, not Bravo, what was it called? Um, Upfronts. Right. And I was by myself because my cast were all assholes. And he came up to me and he took me in. And that's when I met Priscilla, who's still my makeup artist, all of the housewives. And I've just had such a love for them ever since. And I mean, and yeah, he's hot. So. Yeah, that's really, I mean, I yeah. I totally, I would have to say, first off, every guy my age has a crush on Denise Richards. Let's just establish oh, that. Yeah. Every guy remembers Wild Things. Wild Things. And has a major crush on Denise Richards. But if we take the low-hanging fruit aside, because that's like the obvious choice, yeah. I would say, I think Dorit is like so hot. Yeah, see, Dorit reminds me of so like hot. Ariana and Lala combined yeah. plus 10 years. Yeah, yeah, Glammed she's cool. Out, you know, just like super hot. You have one of her. Um, we work with the same hairstylist, yeah. so oh, no I'm way. always like just dying over her hair. It's so awesome all the time. She has dope style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. like my choice. Those like are all it. my questions. Okay, <laughs> just like fun Bravo. Yeah, questions. no, that was fun. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. All right, well, tell everyone where they can find you and your new projects you're working on. Sure, everything is at Nima Band. Twitter, Ooh. Instagram, TikTok. I don't post TikToks because I can't dance. Yeah, I need, we all know you don't that have to dance. Shows. Yeah, there's so look, you can go viral eleven point six mil on a painting. I hey. know, I know. Sheena, your TikToks are fire. I need to get on that level. But all Nima Van across everything and you will have a Shaw's reunion. Let's, yes, let's can't wait that now. Court, so. tell everyone where they can find you. Follow me on Instagram at Courtney C O R T N E Y dot Aaron E R I N. Boom. Oh, oh, wait, before I go, the most important thing I wanted to say, and I made a note of it, but I want to have it at the end so no one forgets resources you can use to help fight against racism. You can go to colorofchange.org, naacp.org, civilrights.org, and also raceforward.org. You can also click the link on my Instagram bio. That will take you to some sources or the description in my YouTube videos. I have links as well. I needed to end on that note because that is the most important thing right now. Hashtag Black lives matter thank you for listening bye thanks for listening to shenanigans with sheena shea download new episodes every week on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts